Hey there, Punky Peeps. Angela Bowen here, the host of Punky Power, an unofficial Punky Brewster podcast. How's everyone doing? It's been a while since I've said that, right? <laughs> Gosh, well, guys, guess what? I have some amazing news. Get on Twitter, get on your YouTube, get on your Facebook because Punky Power, Punky Brewster 2020 reboot. The trailer's up. Check it out. I put it on the Punky Power Facebook page. I put it on the Twitter. It's not on the Instagram yet, but I am bringing you a first look of this trailer. And it is, it's only like 20, like 45 seconds long. It's not very long, but it gives us just enough to whet our Punky Brewster appetite. Oh my goodness, I am I am ready. I am so ready for this. Right up there with the Fuller House second half of season five. I've been waiting for this preview, this promo of the new Punky Brewster since it was first announced that they were even doing it back in June of 2019. Oh my god, it's it's everything. And right now, with everything going on, we need this, guys. We need Punky back in our lives. We need some Punky power in our lives. So without further ado, I'm going to play the little clip for you, and then I'm just going to, after that, kind of go through the clip and kind of give you my opinion. And you guys know me. You know my opinion is going to be unbiased. It's going to be like, (gasps) Punky! All right, so here's the clip. Enjoy. I'm going to break down the trailer for you. Opening scene, of course, we see Freddie Prince Jr. as Travis, Punky Brewster's ex-husband. And it looks like they're on good terms as he says, It's nice to see you again, Punky Brewster. We have Punky's eldest daughter saying, Hey, Mom, you put on two different shoes. And, of course, the camera, like, zoom cut to her feet. And you see one red and one orange Converse sneaker. We also see a golden retriever. No, this is not Brandon back from the dead. This is probably his grandson would be my guess. Because it's been 32 years since the show ended. Of course, on the floor, we also see a red dog. My favorite color being represented not only in Punky Shoe, but also the leash. Of course, she looks down and thinks, oh yeah, I haven't done that in a while. So it's like... I know she must have, like, told her kids about all her adventures as a kid and living. I mean, they're living in Punky and Henry's old apartment. I mean, seriously, everything is exactly where it was in Henry and Punky's apartment in the original Punky Brewster. Yes, the layout is a smidge different as far as they have, you know, it's 2020. They're gonna have different furniture. The one thing I swear stays the same. That black Afghan blanket. It's it's a black Afghan blanket. It's got bright colors. It's got teal. It's got orange. It's got pink. 
Just like in Henry and Punky's old apartment, there's pictures on the wall to the left of the door and also to the right of, you know, remember where the hall closet was? Yeah, right in there. So clearly it's all, even though Henry had pictures of, you know, he's a photographer. This is all his, like, promo pics and everything of, you know, past customers. These are all pictures, of course, of Punky's life with her children. Kind of giving us an idea of what life has been like for her for the last you know, 30 years, you know, getting married, having babies, you know, watching those babies grow up in pictures. I'm sure we're going to see pictures of Henry and Punky. I would have loved if, like, say they got one. It'd have to be, you know, worked with a little bit of uh, Photoshop, but one of, like, Punky graduating high school. Uh, something to that effect. I mean, with all the technology we have, we could make something up like that today. Well, they could do that. Punky, adult Punky, of course, rocking a sleeveless black tee with blue denim overalls. Remember how she'd always have the bandana, like the red or orange or purple or pink bandana, like, around her 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 jeans or on her leg? This time around, she's wearing a black bandana wrapped it around her wrist. I think that is pretty cool. That's a nice callback. Of course, we hear adult Punky saying to somebody, raising... Three kids as a single mother is not easy. And of course, we see all three of her kids. She's got, I believe the daughter's got to be the oldest one. And then she has two sons, one of which must be adopted. He is um, African-American. And then, of course, the youngest son's got kind of curly black hair. He's got kind of a darker complexion, so... Yeah, I just like, I like the fact that hopefully she did have her own children, but she also adopted as well. I like that we're bringing like different, uh, different types of family setups into the mix. I love how the kids are like just, uh, jumping on mom, punky, and then of course we see Cherry, who clearly looks like she worked, you know, I believe she does work for Fenster Hall. She brought in this girl who's kind of like a throwback to, you know, Punky Brewster when she was homeless and everything. The girl in question, of course, has got one of those gray beanie hats. She's got a flannel sleeveless shirt over a short sleeve shirt that's over a long sleeve shirt kind of thing so clearly you know she's if she's living on the street we don't know maybe um cherry found her there and you know if it's cold you're gonna want to bulk up you're gonna want to wear layers to you know keep in your body heat it's just kind of fun. I, I I love how Cherry's just looking down at Punky and the kids are all wrestling with mom. And I'm sure Cherry's like, same old Punky. And it's just, it's interesting because you see this, we don't know the girl's name yet. Her just kind of looking on. And it's almost like, yeah, see, our mom's cool. She's fun like us. She's like a big kid. You would love to live here. Of course, we get more narration from adult Punky saying how, you know, she had to grow up. And we see her in the kitchen with her three kids. She's chugging this large plastic bottle of OJ. And we see her youngest son like, Mom! And of course, she's like, oh, that's right. 
my kids are watching me. <laughs> she spit some of the orange juice back into the <laughs> into the container. Like, oh my gosh. Yep. Same punky. Yep. She may be an adult. She may be a mother of three, but she is still punky Brewster at the end of the day. It's funny how two out of the three kids practically tower over her. Because I think Soleil Moonfry is probably what? Maybe five foot five, five foot six? I'm five foot two. Those kids would be towering over me. So she talks about how she's kind of, she's grown up, and then we cut to her saying ish, which is clearly a different scene that's been intercut as she's opening the fridge. We do get a couple of quick cuts of uh, Freddie Prince Jr. as Travis, you know, um, the dad in Punky's ex, you know. Kissing his eldest daughter on the, you know, his daughter on the forehead and everything. And I like that even though they're not a whole family, they're still a family unit. Like, they're still there for the kids. They're co-parenting. And the fact that they're getting along is just, I don't know what happened. Their marital history is none of my business. We'll probably get it explained you know, over episodes and stuff, like, what happened? Just a little, like, oh, well, it just didn't work out, you know, his career and me wanting to stay here and him getting a job offered somewhere else. Who, who knows? Who knows? We don't know. It's not a huge deal. It's kind of nice to be able to be a good representation of divorced parents that can make it work, that can get along for their children. Not every divorce has to be messy. Not every divorce has to deal with parents dragging each other to court over custody and child support. All the kids know is that their parents still love them even though they don't live in the same house anymore. Like, that, the love for they have for their children is not going to change. And how I've said, like, this basically is... This, it's not the same set, mind you, but it's the same layout of Henry and Punky's apartment. Remember that... The window in the back there. It's nice they actually have like a little like nook thing set up with like um padded like pillows and stuff like that. So it's like, hey, I want to hang out here and read or I want to, you know, because they're on, I think it's like the second floor, right? They were on the second floor. They weren't on the ground floor level. But it's kind of cool. Like you can just, you know, read a book, listen to music, do your thing. Like, hey, what's going on? What's going on? Oh, cool. Oh my gosh, I just thought, guys, the treehouse! Is the treehouse still there? Oh my gosh! I, I'm so excited, just all these things coming back to me. Um, I did check on Instagram, and you know that uh, the cast are, are posting the, the teaser trailer, right? You know, um, Cherry Johnson, Soleil Moonfry, the kids on the new show, they're all putting it up there, of course. And I did see Amy... Foster, I think her last name is like DeVries or something. And I don't think that she's a part of it because she is kind of wishing them well. Like, I'm happy, like all the memories and stuff like that. And you guys are just doing that. This is just so great. I don't think she's going to be a part of it. But if anything, we'll get a name drop for Margot. Like, oh, Margot's like uh, owner of a Fortune 500 company or something to that effect. Or um, a fashion liner. Do you know? she's gotta be into some form of fashion that's margo money fashion yeah so that's what i'm kind of thinking and if anything i mean i'm sure they must have approached her and said hey um do you want to make a guest appearance 
I mean, I don't know. For all we know, if it gets a season two, maybe they'll approach her again. Like, hey, do you want to come back? Even if it's just for a quick cameo. So we see the eldest, you know, Punky's daughter. Why do I keep calling her the eldest daughter? She only has one daughter and two sons. And um, I see her. It's almost, I think they're like in a large elevator. Because you know that that. Oh, wait a minute. No, I'm thinking of the one where they're stuck in the elevator. No, that was at the doctor, the hospital, when Punky broke her leg. That's how she and Cherry and that pregnant lady wound up in that. Why did I think the apartment had an elevator? I mean, it might. I mean, it's got three floors, but it's also got three sets, you know, floors of stairs, too. Anyway, it almost looks like they're, um, the... We'll call her the foster girl, because I'm sure that she's going to be fostered. That's my guess, of course. Foster, the foster girl with the beanie hat and Punky's daughter are hanging. They're jamming out. It looks like they're in, like, an elevator, I think. Would be my guess. Of course, before we get to that scene, we do have Punky and Cherry hanging out on the couch. You know, um, Punky's sipping... Some type of, maybe an alcoholic beverage. I don't know. And, of course, Cherry's got her wine. And they clink. They're talking about old times, I'm sure. And, of course, you see Travis, like, coming out of the, you know, out of the hallway into the living room. Just kind of watching this. I would love to hear their backstory. Like, did she meet him in college? What did she study in college? What is she doing for a living now? All that stuff. We're going to get, I know we're going to get all that background information, like what's been going on the last 30 years. All of that stuff's going to be filled in over time. I get, I would bet anything. Oh my gosh, guys, going through this a second time and picking up little things. The coffee table. Well, the coffee table, yes. But what was on the coffee table, I didn't notice before. Remember season one, Take Me Out to the Ball Game? Where she and Henry go to see the Chicago Cubs. Sadly, Henry did not live long enough to see the Cubs win the World Series, but they didn't. Anyway, on the coffee table, in the lower right-hand corner of the screen, Chicago Cubs hat. Remember? Because he got one for her. And I'm like, oh, cool. This is so great. It's so great. It's amazing how the little things, I'm like, I've seen this trailer at least a couple times now, and on the third viewing, I'm picking up more and more little, little tidbits, little Easter eggs, really. I swear, now that I've seen that hat, it's like my eyes are just like looking over like the frozen image. Do I see anything else that I might recognize? Do I see anything else? Of course, we do overhear Punky talk about how she rediscovered her Punky power as we see her hugging the new foster girl and her hugging Punky. And we hear for a sweet, quick second that, aww, that, that, aw, you know, um, whether they, they mu- I'm sure they must have filmed it in front of a live audience would be my guess, of course. Actually, now that I look at it, it's only like a 22 second clip, but it gives us just enough to get us ready for a full trailer, right? I'm ready for a full trailer. Bring it. And they still need to put, like, the kids' character names in IMDb. They haven't done that yet. They filmed the pilot. They already know what the kids' names are. I don't know what they are. 
IMDb IMDb doesn't really know what they are either. All right, but here is the rest of my review. I just wanted to add this here. What I've just done is recorded after I had, I just put my review up on SoundCloud, but then I did just take it down just now because I wanted to add this little bit in there. And I'm happy I did because I just discovered a few things that I wanted to throw in there. So enjoy the rest of my breakdown of this trailer and my thoughts. All right, what do you think? Did you guys like it? I love it. All right, so now I'm going to go into detail of the preview itself. So the preview opens. We get some nice, bouncy, poppy music underscoring it. We see Freddie Prince Jr. For all of you who were teens in the late 90s were aware that Freddie Prince Jr. was on the scene. She's all that. I know what you did last summer. I still know what you did last summer. He was on everyone's radar, especially after She's All That came out. Oh, let's not forget, what was it, 2000, 2001 or 2002's Scooby-Doo with Freddie Prince Jr., Matthew Lillard, Sarah Michelle Gellar, Linda Cardellini. Of course, his role in the new Punky Brewster, he is playing... A divorced father. He and Punky are divorced. They have, I believe, three children together. What looks like two boys and a girl? But unlike some divorced couples who have children, they are actually quite civil with each other because, of course, now they have the job of co-parenting their children. Of course, Punky's oldest daughter. I want to go on IMDb and see if these kids actually have names yet. Oh, I'm looking, and it doesn't seem like every single kid's got a name yet. We have Quinn Copeland playing Izzy. We have Emily Buckner playing Teresa. We have one boy who plays... Two boys that play Punky's children. They don't have names yet. Um, and one girl who plays her eldest daughter. Let's see here. Uh, yeah, they're really, um, Freddie Prince Jr., of course, is playing her ex-husband, Travis. The director of the show is Jonathan Judge. Writers Jim Armogida and Steve Armog... I can't pronounce their last names. Now I feel horrible. Um, but anyway... So it looks like eldest daughter, we have a middle son and a young son. Of course, we do get the throwback to one of Punky's. One thing that we're familiar with Punky, other than her saying Punky Power, which she does say in the trailer, her mismatched shoes, basically her different colored shoes. And of course, the eldest daughter is like, Mom, you're wearing two different colored shoes. And Punky looks down at her feet like, oh yeah, I haven't done that in a while. And we do have a golden retriever. We don't get a name for him. Um, if they go the Fuller House route with Comet Junior, 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 this could be Brandon Junior, Junior, Junior. I don't know. Because at the end of Punky Brewster, the very last episode, they had a wedding for Brandon and the neighbor's dog, another golden retriever named Brenda. And Henry's like, well, you know, Brandon's getting older. He's, you know, four. And we should maybe think about breeding him, you know, that way we can pass on his lineage of his, his smarts and his quirkiness to future generations. And that's probably what they did here. 
And you guys, we know, we know that Henry would not be in the reboot. Um, George Gaines did pass away. George Gaines passed away, oh, it's been four years already. We also have Susie Garrett, who played Mrs. Johnson, who passed away in 2002. But then again, our girls have grown up, they're adults, they're parents themselves, and this is about them. Kind of like how Fuller House was about the girls on Full House. They grew up, they have children. Yes. So we do get Punky narrating how a single mother raising three kids alone is never easy. We get the kids all, like, jumping on top of Punky. <laughs> of course, I, I paused it right where we do see Cherry Johnson there. We do see... The girl in question, which there is a young girl that reminds Punky of who she used to be. And the girl has got one of those beanie hats on. She's got like a, a denim sleeveless shirt over a short sleeve shirt that's over a long sleeve shirt. Checking out the wall, we got some pictures, of course. Henry and Punky pictures of them from when she was younger. I wonder, it'd be kind of cool if we could get, even though it'd be kind of hard to do, like a picture of Punky graduating high school or, or college and everything like that. And just, you know we're gonna get a backstory on probably what happened. Like, oh, it's been like this many years since Henry's gone and, and everything. And I gotta kind of wonder, do you think this clearly is going to be set in Chicago, kind of like the same setting? Part of me even wonders, like, is it like the same apartment, just different? I, I don't know. I don't know. Punky, of course, talks about her being a single parent and how she had to grow up. Now we see her in the kitchen with her three kids. Drink, she's drinking straight out of the orange juice bottle. And of course we get her, what I believe is her youngest child, going, Mom! And she's just like, oh, right, my children are watching. <laughs> just spit some orange juice back into the bottle. <laughs> I notice on Punky's wrist, she does, you know how she always wore a bandana on her jeans? Like around her, just above her knee or just below? She's got a black bandana wrapped around her wrist. Let's take a look at the rest of Punky's outfit. I think this is really cool. She's got a sleeveless dark tee underneath overalls. Wow, the awesome outfit. I love it already. Guys, I swear, this has got to be the same apartment. Everything is like where it was. You see where the hallway was, where in Punky Brewster she'd go to her bedroom. You see the two side-by-side -side windows in the living room that are directly behind the couch. Yeah, because when you would look into the hallway, you'd see that one door that's open that would be the bathroom right there, which is exactly what we're seeing now. I love how uh, the Peacock Channel, we get the different colors because you know the font in Punky Brewster, each letter is a different color, and I like how they brought that back. I also have it paused on a scene where, of course, you know that Punky and Cherry are both, they have got to be at least 40 years old now, so you know they're of drinking age, so they're just chilling on the couch, you know, clinking a couple, like, uh, tall ones together, just being girls, hanging out. 
rehashing old time. You know there's going to be a lot of throwbacks to Punky Brewster. Like, do you remember the time when we were in your treehouse and you broke your leg? Or what about, like, um, nowadays, or w- with the kids, I can see there being some type of an episode that is going to maybe focus on kids being tempted by drugs. I don't know. Maybe. And then we can kind of bring up, well, yeah, remember the chicklets and how we want to be part of that group? I could just, I mean, this is, in 2020, kids, I can see them, de- I mean, they're going to be dealing with homelessness, clearly because of the girl that they're bringing in that reminds Punky and Cherry of who Punky used to be. So I can see definitely homelessness, I can see, you know, what are kids also tempted by, you know, with um, cell phone use and things they shouldn't be looking at online and different for online, you know, bullying, stuff like that. I love that I can just kind of pause it in certain scenes and just kind of, like, look at this. I Okay, so what I'm seeing, this has got to be, let me go back. Okay, this is the living room. Remember how to the left of the door in Punky Brewster, there was that closet where Punky, like, crammed everything into it to make it, you know, the apartment look clean for when Henry came back? There is a little, like, um round it like arch like towards the bottom of the door which basically looks like a doggy door because they do have a dog we don't know the dog's name yet we'll learn that when the um the show comes i gotta i want to find out do we have a date yet it just says peacock you know punky brewster 2020 so right now today is thursday the 16th of april we got two weeks from today April 30th is, you know, last day of April. Then we're going into May, right? When do you guys think they're going to pop this out? Maybe summer, July, maybe... I was thinking fall. Because at the time, they'd only done the pilot. And then they were getting ready to shoot more episodes. I don't know if they have or not yet. But I know right now, production for everything is, like, at a complete standstill. So, I would think, if anything, they might put, you know, the pilot out there. But if they haven't filmed anything else, because they already at least got a promo. Thank goodness we got a pro- We got something, right? But until they really start filming, they're probably, okay, let's drop the first episode. Let's drop the pilot, like, during summer. And then that way, like, September, October, like, okay, once we hopefully can get back to filming... We can start just, if they're going to do it, like, weekly, there are some things even on Hulu that drop, like, weekly, like a regular TV show would. You get a new episode each week, or sometimes they drop it all at once. I don't know. I mean, I just saw the trailer for the new Saved by the Bell, and when I saw that last time, I'm like, okay, we got that. Punky, where's my Punky? I want my Punky, punk, uh, Punky Brewster. And of course, somebody tagged me in it, like, "Hey, here you go." And I'm like, ah! I am so, ah! I'm so excited. I'm so so excited. I mean, come on, guy, you know you're excited for this. Another thing is a throwback that I've noticed, especially in the promotional pictures and stuff with adult Punky. That black Afghan blanket that Henry had in the beginning. And it had, like, different, like, colors, like, um, bright pink, teal, orange, you know, um, 
stuff like that. And it's like, I like how they kept that. So, of course, to the right of the door, we have any parent with multiple children is going to want to have a space each child has, you know, where their shoes go, where their coat goes, their own little hook and little basket to put, you know, their stuff. And we do get a quick second of Punky saying, my Punky Punky Power. She's talking to the girl who, you know, of course reminds her of who she used to be. The girl with the beanie hat, the the flannel sleeveless over multiple layers of clothes. And we see her hugging her. And it almost is like she's going to be the Henry to this girl. And which is nice in a way because she already has three kids of her own. Henry, of course... He and his wife, you know, they probably wanted to have kids, but sadly she passed away before they had that opportunity. Okay, guys, I was wrong. Actually, the clip is only like 26 seconds long. I really love the colors of the apartment, too. We got like fuchsia pink painted on one side. We got like some light Hawaiian pinks and bright oranges kind of wallpaper to really brighten up the... Because think about it. Remember Henry's place? It looked really drab. and I mean, he's a senior citizen. He's not going to be thinking about bright colors and everything. That's why when Punky rolls in and she does up her, her bedroom and everything in these bright, beautiful, sunshiny colors to really make the place, like, pop and, and vibrant. And she breathes life, not only into Henry, but into that place. And I like how... This way, she has really, this the apartment is a vast improvement. I mean, we're talking, the show ended in 1988, and this is 2020. So it's been 32 years. I'm just kind of going through the clip and just seeing if there's anything that I missed that I wanted to touch on in the in the clip. Which, I mean, you guys can see it and you guys can go through it also with a fine tooth comb like I'm doing. Because I'm just, I'm, I'm obsessed. I love it. This is like an early birthday present to me. Granted, my birthday's not till like August. See, me and Soleil, we, and also Amy Foster and Soleil's eldest daughter, we all have birthdays in August. How wild is that? Alright, one other thing I noticed. Remember the swinging door from Punky Brewster? Gone. You can see right into the kitchen. The wall where the fireplace used to be in Punky Brewster, of course it's still a brick wall. But of course they have like a little table there with pictures of Punky's children. But above it, that's where you're going to see the pictures of Punky and Henry. Also, underneath it, on that bottom shelf of that table, this family looks like they play a lot of board games. <laughs> Pretty interesting, like, oh yeah, we just went to Mr. Anderson's uh, toy shop. Like a throwback, like, hey, maybe Alan, uh, he came back from Kansas, he's living in Chicago, and he's owns a toy store. I don't know. <laughs> oh my gosh, oh my gosh, okay, okay, get this, right? Here's a fun little connection. Let's say those board games. Connecting two worlds. Wait, wait. Well, guys, I'm wrong. Scratch that. Nope. 
they live in Chicago. The Stratton family in Silverspoons lives in New York. <laughs> Scratch it. Unless, even still, I mean, the Stratton, you know, Eddie Toys is still around, owned by Rick Stratton. And, of course, these are, like, toys that he's put out, you know, board games he's put out. I, I don't know. It'd be kind of interesting to connect the two worlds. However, we do get a Silver Spoons drop in Season 1 of Punky Brewster where Henry's like, I let you stay up to watch the A-Team and Silver Spoons, which is funny because Silver Spoons was on before Punky Brewster. So yeah, all Punky's kids, they're all like jumping on her. Like, hey, now it's time to wrestle with mom. Or, And of course, we see um the new Punky girl, the new... Uh, I don't even know what... We don't even have a name for her yet. I wish we knew her name. <laughs> I don't want to call her the homeless girl because that just sounds offensive. Um, the girl with the beanie hat. So it seems like the kids are like, our mom is just so fun. You would love it living here with us. Like, look, she like is like a big kid. We all like wrestle and like have fun together. And I believe that... From what little information we've gathered between no, uh, June of 2019 when we first learned that this Punky Brewster was going to be rebooted, rebooted, I believe we did get information that Cherry, even though in the show she talked about wanting to be an architect because her father was an architect, she is going to be like the Mike Fulton character as far as when he was working at Fenster Hall in um, the end of season one and then he became a teacher. I mean, Cherry's not going to become a teacher, mind you, but uh, gosh, I hope we get a drop as far as if they can get Amy Foster to come back even for an episode, or if not an episode, at least, like, you're going to be name-dropping characters, right? You're going to be name-dropping Amy Foster. You're going to be name-dropping Mike Fulton. You're going to be name-dropping, hopefully, Alan Anderson. Wouldn't it be hilarious? I mean, it's sad because after season one, we don't see him again. Remember Eddie, the maintenance guy? Wouldn't it be cool if, like, umpteen years later, he's still there? He's still working maintenance. Just we never saw him through season two through four. I wanted to go to the kitchen because there's a scene of, you know, her drinking the orange juice and spitting it back into the jug after her youngest son is like, Mom! Like, what are you doing? The the kid who plays her youngest son, he's wearing a vest, and I immediately get Max Fuller vibes from of Fuller House from just by that kid wearing that vest. Anyway, let's go back to the kitchen. I do see that the refrigerator... It's actually a nice teal color. I like that they're introducing, like, colors and everything because, you know, Punky's so vibrant and everything like that. But, of course, the refrigerator is pretty much in the same spot that it was in the, in the original run of the show. Another aspect I get with the, um, you know, wanting kids to eat healthy, you know, bananas, grapes strawberries, what have you. That was the thing that um, Fuller House, they wanted to implement too, is that the parents are making sure the kids are eating, getting their fruits, getting their vegetables. You don't see a bunch of, like, potato chips, cookies, um, fruity pebble cereal. You're going to see bananas. You're going to see oatmeal. You're going to see 
um, a bag of sunflower seeds. I, I don't know. It's just, I like, this is the generation where parents are trying to make healthy choices not only for themselves, but to set examples for their children. I'm 30, almost 38 years old, guys. I will admit it. I do not have the healthiest diet. My husband constantly, like, was like, you know, if you did this, or if you did that, you wouldn't be going having your coughing issues and everything. Like, I don't know that. But even still, it's just, it shows, like, in these TV shows, there are changing times. You know, Evol- you know, evolution of back in the 80s and 90s. It's all about, I'm going to hang out on the couch. I'm going to eat a bunch of donuts. I'm going to eat a whole bag of chips. Now it's like, hey, let's go pop some dark chocolate covered raisins in our mouth instead of like marshmallows. And just like Henry had that wall of pictures to the right of the hall closet there to the left of the door. We see a bunch. But then again, those were just, he was a photographer. He, those were all, you know, publicity stills of, you know, his work of photography. Here, it's going to be pictures of Punky's kids. Now, then again, I could be wrong. The pictures that are above that table where the fireplace used to be look like we could get, you know, Henry Punky throwback to, you know, the original Punky Brewster. The pictures aren't 100% clear. I just kind of was like, oh, that looks like it could be that. But then again, maybe it's just more pictures of her and her kids and her ex. You know, on on their wedding day. I I don't know. Now, one thing I noticed from looking, you know, watching this YouTube video, of course there's going to be comments on it. One of which is bringing up the fact that some of the uh, Punky's children are mixed race. Uh, She does have two sons and a daughter. Uh, the eldest son does look like he is uh, African American. You know, more likely he could be adopted. I'm guessing because um, I can definitely see Punky having their own children, but also wanting to adopt as well. So, um, yeah, I'm looking forward to it, guys. Let's just. People are so quick to start putting labels on things. I want to read some of these comments, and you guys tell me what you think. I mean, like I said, everyone is always entitled to their own opinion. No one's always going to agree with everything you have to say, because everyone's different. Everyone looks at something in their own way. Yeah, here's some of the comments. Uh, One person two hours ago said, Brazilians love punky. One person who's... Username is COVID-19. Make sure one of the kids will be trans for inclusiveness. One person says, A sequel to the show makes no sense. The gimmick of the original series was a little girl who wears different colored shoes, has a smart dog, and was adopted by an uptight Englishman. This was basically it. The only similarity between the trailer and the original series is that, oops, she wore two different colored shoes. Apparently she doesn't do that anymore. The only way this will seem even remotely like Punky Brewster is if she keeps making that mistake. Okay, um, like I said, everyone's entitled to their own opinion. Whether the person watched the original show or not, we all who have seen it, who've loved it, kind of see this as we know that the show is more than Punky Brewster with the Punky power and with the different match, you know, mismatched shoes and the dog named Brandon. We know 
the show is so much more than that. Sure, if you want to gloss over just surface level stuff and that's all you're really going to gain. Like, oh, she's got mismatched shoes. Oh, she says punky power a lot. Oh, she's got a positive attitude. It's like, the show is so much more than that. And we, as punky lovers, because clearly, if you love Punky Brewster, you're listening to the podcast, right? If you grew up with Punky Brewster, you're listening to the podcast. But, um, another... Set Tim Allen, I'm sure it's not the actor Tim Allen, but <laughs> can't help but notice the mixed race kids pushing an agenda, but yet perpetrating a stereotype of a black male. I'm sure she'd be made into a hero for her bad life choices. Pushing an agenda, I'm sure this show will be filled with alphabet people pushing an agenda. I'm out. Uh, okay. <laughs> Yeah, well, you know what? Again, I say everyone's entitled to their own opinion. Either you like it or you hate it. But don't just go based on you look at the trailer. Oh, that doesn't look bad. Don't. Watch something at least and then build an opinion on that. Just don't go based on hearsay and, oh, you've never watched the original, but you got an idea of what it's about, and then you watch this trailer. But then, guys, now I'm contradicting myself saying everyone's entitled to their own opinion and bashing someone else's opinion. I don't want to do that. I just know that this show was there for me in a, in a, in a good way. Punky Brewster did her best to look on the bright side of things, even though her, you know, background looked pretty bleak with, you know, her, her mother, you know, leaving her at a shopping mark, uh, shopping market, her meeting Henry and everything. She had a lot of obstacles to overcome, but she did. She had a positive attitude. Sometimes that's what I tried to do. I tried to look at the positive. I try to keep a positive upbeat when 80% of me is wanting to look at the negative side. And the only way you're going to get through something is to try to remain positive when things look bleak. I always say, yes, it's hard now, but I know in my heart there's a light at the end of the tunnel. We just got to get there. We don't know how long it's going to take, but we're going to get there eventually. And if you just keep pushing yourself and plugging along, you're eventually going to get there. Life isn't about the destination. It's about the journey that you go on and the things that you fight to overcome to be able to get to that destination. So, guys, you know, I'm looking forward to this. I can't wait to cover it. I'm just, this is what I needed right now was some brightness. I needed, I needed Punky. When I saw the Saved by the Bell trailer, I'm like, where's Punky? I know it's coming. I just, I gotta have it. And you know, people, the naysayers can be all like, oh my gosh, they're bringing back another reboot, which other people saying, well, Hollywood's run out of ideas. Well, they probably have. And yes, they're banking on nostalgia because you know what? We want reminders of when TV was was good. I'm not saying TV today isn't good. I'm just saying I think we kind of feel like we need that nostalgia to fall back on. I know it's not healthy, but 
I think we kind of need it. And if the original stars of the shows want to come back and do this, who are we to tell them no? They clearly shared the same passion that we do for something that was so beloved. But I just, I wanted to put this out there because I'm like, I gotta, I want to give you guys this. I want to, I want to break down the trailer. I want to have you hear it. Go, it's, like I said, I put it on the Punky Power, Punky Brewster podcast Facebook page. I put it, a link to it on that and on the Twitter. And I just, I wanted to go through it and I just wanted to just have fun with it. And I, I do have fun with it. So on to other podcast news. As you all know, I just started putting up episodes of Silver Spoons. Um, I am going to be doing three episodes a week just combined into one episode to get season four kind of push it along and then get into season five. I love Silver Spoons. I've loved covering it. I just feel... I any show that I've done like Punky Brewster, I did it in two years, or was it a year and a half? I can't remember. No, it was like because I started in February 2017. I ended in August of 2018. S- September I started Silver Spoons, and I kind of want to get it that kind of wrapped up in August so that way I can jump into different strokes. I've already put out the first episode. I'm going to be doing one episode at a time for now until fall hits. Then I'll probably be doing, you know, at least two episodes a month. And then we'll just see how it goes from there. Um, I feel that Silver Spoons has told a story. It's like Punky is... a. And Punky Brewster is a child that is dealing with not having, you know, her her parents feeling abandoned. And she meets a man who also, in a way, in his own right, has felt lost and abandoned. He lost his wife, so he lost, you know, a part of himself. They come to each other at a time when they both need someone in their lives. Silver Spoons, we see... A child who for 12 years never met his father. And Silver Spoons, in a way, is about a 12-year-old son connecting with his father and a father who is now learning how to parent a child. And in a way, they kind of help each other. We also have the aspect that this boy, Rick Stratton, is dealing with divorced parents. He sees his mother on occasion, but he primarily lives with his father. So it's a a child of divorce situation. Also, a child learning that just because he, quote-unquote, now comes from money, doesn't mean he's going to be handed stuff on a silver platter. He's going to have to work for things. I mean, his father's not just going to hand him money whenever he wants. You want something, you work for it. And with different strokes, even though it's still by the same creators of Punky Brewster and Silver Spoons, I saw this as an opportunity. I watched all of different strokes last year. All of 2019 pretty much was me watching different strokes, an episode a night. And I just see this as an opportunity to be able to tackle 
a subject that is now very still very prevalent. It's never went you know ever really went away. It's now even more prevalent dealing a show that deals about race because you have Philip Drummond, who is a man of wealth, a white man, taking in two African American, you know, black boys from the poor side, you know, of Harlem and everything. And you have culture clashing. You have the rich side. You have the poor side. You have the white side. You have the black side. And they're coming together. They're going to clash on issues. Of course they are. But I just feel like me going back and watching some of the episodes and kind of reviewing them again and coming at it from a different way, more of a a semi-critical way of viewing it. However, also, it'd be kind of nice to get your guys' input as far as... I know that really the only way right now to watch the show is to go out and buy the DVDs. I think season one... Let me check. I think season one is like less than 10 bucks on Amazon. It's not very much. Granted, the other seasons as you go along are going to be at least like 20 bucks. Four, I think it was like 14 bucks. If I, but then again, that's still <laughs> that's that's still a bit in, in the high scheme of things. Um, let me see. Uh, a lot of them run. Most of them are running about 15 bucks. We got, let's see here. Oh, uh, complete first season. We're looking at 873. Season two. Whoa. Um, oh, there's even one called Fan Favorites. Um, let's see. Let's see. Looks like season two is going to run you about 22 with $4 shipping. So, um,. It seems like Amazon, eBay are really the only places that are not going to be sold in stores. They're going to be sold online. Um, But like I said, I wanted to tackle this show. I love it. It really honestly helped me through um, dealing with my father's um, cancer diagnosis, dealing with his death. And just podcasting in general, guys, has been therapy for me. I mean, if you guys go back and you listen to like... The last half of the seasons of Punky Brewster into the first two seasons of Silver Spoons. I am dealing with my father's cancer diagnosis. I'm working through my feelings and just reaching out to you guys and hoping that if you guys went through something similar that maybe you can identify with what I'm going through. And in a way, like like I said, it's therapy for me. It's getting me focused on something that I can just put out content and just kind of focus my mind on something else. But this, all of this, just it it helps me. And I hope that you guys, in a way, I don't mean to drag it down, but I hope that you guys, in a way, also get something from the podcast. I try to, you know, have fun with it and just. I love the characters. I love the content that the shows bring. Not just, you know, the funny moments, the the lines, the, the actors and their performances, but just overall, just the story in general. And just, if you think about it, you're getting like a box set of a show, right? You're getting a complete s- series of a show. You're watching a character grow and evolve and go through those awkward years and it's it's fun. It's almost like 
even if, if you were watching this when it aired as a kid, it's like, in a way, you're kind of growing up with them. Finding yourself relating to things that, you know, in a way that they're going through, you know, normal, like, preteen things with the self-confidence and, and the, um, the lack of self-esteem, you know, bullying, you know, temptations for, for drugs, for uh, premarital sex and everything like that, and just... Not to mention an issue of of class. You know, you got your lower class, your middle class, your 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 high class, and all of that. And it's just like, where as a as a kid, as a teen, it's like, even as an adult, it's like, where do you yourself see yourself fitting into all of this? There's so much pressure to be able to have the newest like iPhone. I mean, I haven't been a teenager for. 20 years and I still I was kind of sheltered from a bit quite a bit of that but just I can't even imagine what it'd be like to grow up in today's world with technology at your fingertips you know new ways to bully where when we were kids we could get away from it when we went home at the end of the school day we could get away from it. Now, it's everywhere, and you can't get away from it. And it's like, how do you cope? How do you, how, what can you do? What's your outlet to be able to feel safe? Because if you don't feel safe at school, and you don't feel safe at home, where can you go? I know it sounds like I'm bringing it down a little bit, but it's just, it just really makes me wonder. And with everything going on right now, I really am trying to find that light at the end of the tunnel, that positive, you know, outlook and everything like that. And it's just... That's why I, I, I like to do this, guys. I like to help you out. I like to, even if you could use this as, as a distraction, I mean, just for a little bit to be able to take your mind off of stuff and, you know, laugh along with me, cry along with me, and just get, throw yourself into the moment of, of the show and the characters and everything. It's just, now I'm rambling. <laughs> now I'm rambling. <laughs> I'm like, you're probably like, where is she going with this? <laughs> but, yeah. Um, and just, I'm ready for Punky Brute. You know, at first, when we were getting, like, little snippets and details, we weren't really getting much of anything. Definitely not a promo. A very small part of me was worried. Like, what if this isn't, like, if I hype it up so much in my mind that I feel let down. After seeing this promo, I'm ready for this. Like, take me back. Take me back to Punky Town. Alright guys, you know what? I'm going to end it here for now. Um, if I see anything like more of a trailer or another trailer, I'm definitely going to share it with you, give you my thoughts. Just whatever bit of punky we can get before the show. I, I also want to find out when the show is going to drop because it says 2020. So, like I said, we're halfway through April. That means we got May, June, July, August, September, October, November, 
December. So I'd say anywhere between the next like three to five months. That's what I'm guessing because I, I'm just gonna go with the the whole. They're gonna drop the pilot. They're still working on episodes, so they're gonna, you know, appease our appetite with the pilot. You know, give us a little taste because we already got a little crumb with the promo. And then I think they're gonna drop the pilot and like, okay, we're still working on episodes. We'll give you this, and then they'll come back. And release either the rest of the episodes all at once, or they'll probably release them week by week. How would you guys rather have it done? Fuller House style, where they just throw it at you completely? Or would you have it piece by piece, week by week, to stretch it out? That's a tough, that's a tough one for me. I think that even though I would love to binge, like, binge it all, but it's like, you binge it all, and it's like, <laughs> then you're going to be like watching, 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 watching because you've watched it all. Part of me is like, stretch it out. Stretch it out. Make it last so that way it's like, boom, we got a season two. We're going to be, you know, do it like that. I don't know. It's up to, you know, what do you guys think? I'd be on I, I'd like to hear your opinions on it. So, all right. I hope you guys enjoyed this. I had fun going through the promo and just going through stuff, giving my thoughts and whatnot. And, um, you know, if I, if I hear anything, if I see anything, I'm going to jump on here and I'm going to give you my thoughts. Keep up on that punky news, right? Right. Right. It's now Thursday. So let's hope we can have, um, a semi-decent, uh, time as I guess we've been having, right? Right. So, Alright everybody, if you guys want to drop me a line, you can do so on the email, on the email, at punkypowerpbpodcast at gmail.com. If you guys also, like I said, you can find me on social media, punkypowerpodcast, just type it in the search bar on the Facebook like it so that way you don't got to keep searching for it. You'll see, you know, stuff pop up. I also put stuff up there for Silver Spoons for different strokes. Also, Punky Power PB Podcast Instagram. You got your Punky Power PB Podcast Twitter. All the social media outlets. So, all right, everybody. Stay home, stay safe, and stay positive. We will get through this. All right. Bye bye, everybody.